Hi, this is Jaden Scoville, host of Today's Healthy Kids, and this is our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 18-year-old Esmit and 15-year-old Domingo Sanchez-Gonzalez, both Hispanic. They went missing from their hometown of Lewisburg, North Carolina, August 8, 2008. Esmit is 5 foot tall, weighing 140 pounds, black hair and brown eyes. Domingo is 4 foot 4 inches tall and weighing 130 pounds. This appears to be a family abduction and may be in the company of their father and may have traveled to Mexico. Domingo has a scar on his left knee. If you know of Esmit or Domingo's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Esmit and Domingo, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. You will see Esmit's picture progressed to 18 years and Domingo's picture age progressed to 14 years. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. Real Talk Radio. Do you sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Real Wade. I'm Yvonne Allen. And I'm Tamara Wade. And today we have a special guest with us. Her name is Joria. Hi, Joria. Hi, Ria. <laughs> um, she's a, a friend of ours that we've known for quite some time from our voice studio and everything. So we just have her here to talk about our topic today, which is going to be Mean Girls. Now, it's not the movie Mean Girls. <laughs> it's no. actual Mean Girls. because that's I know, a good representation. No, it really is because, you know, you don't realize it. But there is a lot that goes unnoticed or gets undermined and stuff. So we're basically going to talk about what a mean girl is, why they're mean, what to do, you know, everything that encompasses mean girls because we all experience it. So the first thing we wanted to establish was the difference between a bully and a mean girl yeah. because there's a big difference between that. And what we came up with, I think, was bullying is like a repeated pattern, yeah. mostly physical um, and then it gets more Grace associated, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's kind of the younger version yeah. of, like, frustrating, like, you just beat people yeah. up because you're, like, mad or something like that. And it gets punished for. Yeah, and it, it gets recognized as bullying. Yes. Now, Mean Girls, on the other hand, is more passive and less aggressive, I guess, in a way, but it's basically just the underhanded, mean little ticks that people do. Uh, unpredictable, circumstantial. Yeah, and it, it mostly, and it's not, it's not like patterned. It's random. It, you know, depends on what mood a girl will be in, or it depends on what yeah. situation they're in, or whatever. I mean, it has no, it has no prejudice when it comes to being a mean girl. Um, so we wanted to go ahead and just 
basically give experiences and examples of ways that people have been mean in our lives or girls have been mean. Because I think mean girls is a total different breed of meanness. Agreed? Oh, yeah. Different than, like, boys being mean to each other. I think mean girls. Yeah, or girls being mean to boys or boys being mean to girls. Girls being mean to girls is... Relational aggression. It's... Yeah. I don't know what that means, though, so would you like to elaborate? (laughs) Relational aggression (laughs) is more of the unspoken... um, aggressions that girls have i'm actually reading a book by rachel simmons odd girl out and it defines what that is and how girls hide their emotions and take it out in other means like Mm -hmm. it would be i guess girl bullying i guess is the easiest way to define it and just name calling talking behind each other's backs nasty notes Mm -hmm. the looks they give yeah seriously like in the different ways that we are there's another book that we have here girls against girls by bonnie burton which is another excellent book yeah i really recommend that book because highly recommend yeah we found it at barnes and noble it's just this little tiny magazine width like book and it's just straight to the point it like examines a mean girl and it's just really informational and it gets straight to the point so it's really cool if you guys want to go look at it but what we did is we extracted some of the main points from that book And we basically all agreed with the book and the ways that girls can be mean. And I'm sure everyone listening can attest to experiencing something along these lines. So a couple of the ways... Yeah, list them out. A couple of the ways would be like the silent treatment. So we all know when you like have a group of friends or something and they might hang out without you and they might say something or something gets concluded about you and you don't know it. And then the next day you go to school and nobody looks at you. Nobody talks talks to you. Like I had an experience with this like a couple days ago. I went to a wrestling meet at school and I sat in the bleachers and like granted I went by myself. I wasn't having a very good day to begin with, but I went there and I sat down and girls that, you know, are usually my friends were sitting with a bunch of different girls that they usually don't hang out with, but I guess they'd become best friends or something and they all immediately turned their back to me. Like physically. Like literally turned their back to me and I was just sitting there by myself and nobody would say a word to me. I was like, well, like, it hurts you. Like, it's that's mean. Like, and it, it seems like nothing. Like, it just seems like, oh, well, they're just not talking to you. But And it goes completely unnoticed. No one else would have seen yeah. that they all turned their back just because you walked up. But you know it, and they know it. Yeah, they know they're it doing is. it. They're doing it on purpose. They're, it's not exactly. on accident. Because every other instance or interaction I've had with those girls, they'll, hey, Rio's here, blah, blah, blah. Like, all this stuff. But, like... I no, but no, it's the it's, weirdest thing. And still don't know why. Yeah, like, I still don't days even have to gone by, day. and we still don't know why. Well, that have behavior. they talked to you since then? Or no, not really. I mean, like, I have classes with them, so of course I have to interact with them somehow. But it's like just normal. Like you're a person, I'm a person. It's not it's weird. Yeah, so that's unexplained. You'd be surprised as to how. Um, how it affects you, just little things like emotionally, that. Emotionally, it's more mm. emotionally. Um, damaging than yeah. than you bullying think. would ever be in real life where you can see yeah. it's all like that's why it goes so unnoticed because you can't see it mm. yeah I think that's something that we want to definitely make sure that parents who are listening understand you know I've worked with some of these girls for years and you know watching Rio go through this she has some stories she'll share later on in the broadcast but it's so damaging and some of the stories that mm-hmm. the girls have written in and shared with me I have been ruined this week listening and reading yeah. these stories it's it's so powerful and so widespread just the ways that these girls are mean to each other and and something that we recognize reading the stories that the girls shared that it it's 
and you girls can speak to this, chime in as you will, that it's within the circle of friends that these girls are doing it to each other. It's It's never people that you don't know. Right. It's not coming from the outside. It's like the best friend that you sit with at the lunch table, that she knows your innermost secrets and insecurities. They know your weakest points Mm -hmm. and they use them against you. And I don't know if, Jory, at your school, if you have like, because I know that sometimes there's a group of girls that are just mean to be mean. Yeah. Like, do you have any of those? Yeah. Like a clique of... Like the clique of girls that are just mean to everybody. Yeah. And I, we didn't really discuss that, but I'm realizing right now that there are people like that where their, their friendship is based on being mean girls together. Oh boy. Yeah. That's all they are is mean and no one stands up against them because it's just like, well, they have nothing going for them but their meanness, and that gives them some sort of power over everybody, yeah. over everyone. It's so it, so there's, a, there's the mean girls within your circle, and it just changes based on if they get a new friend or whatever happens to them, and then there's the clique of mean girls that are just mean girls to be mean girls. So like at your school, Joria, do these, the clique of mean girls, do they kind of like rule the school? Are they like the popular girls? Or are they Slightly, but they don't like associate out of their circle. So they're just mm-hmm. like one mm-hmm. group of people that are just mean in general. They're just mean yeah. to It's like, a, it's like no one body. For it. Yeah. So um, other reason or other ways, ways that girls um, are mean, we talked about was, of course, gossiping. Everybody knows, you know, gossip, it, it hurts a lot. But other like subtopics of gossiping is rumor spreading, like intentionally spreading a rumor about someone that you, especially when you're friends with people and your friends know what's going to hurt you the most. Like they know what to say to people to make you feel awful you know they know they know that oh my god if this ever got back to her she'd be crushed and they know how to to utilize that and they say it anyway this Mm -hmm. was this was a common thread with the stories that the girls sent in and thank you by the way to everyone that sent stories in i was deeply touched and moved by your stories and i hope that by us talking about it it helps a lot of girls today um yeah these girls are intentionally taking those vulnerable moments Mm -hmm. and sharing them with other people with the intention of hurting. Yeah. I'm shocked by this. It yeah. gives them a power over you that you can't yeah. stop. Because then you're broken. You don't have strength anymore after you've been completely demoralized by these stories that you know are going to like kill you on the inside. That you have no more strength to be like, mm-hmm. hey, quit it. You know? It completely, it's actually happened to me when I was younger. And this also goes in with cyberbullying, like the whole Facebook and mm-hmm. um, phone ways they have used it on me. I knew a girl that... She was supposed to be, like, my best friend. We hung out, like, for a month straight. And um, she knew about my past with my biological father, and... It's okay. <sighs> oh, God, mm-hmm. Avon, it's okay. The show I knew was going to be You're really hard. You're going to make me cry already. <laughs> it's okay, honey. Okay. I've got you. It's okay. She shared the story earlier at breakfast where people use the most vulnerable thing that they can find about you and they just like tell everybody and it makes me cry and it didn't even happen to me because you can see on Yvonne's face right now but it was so long ago it was like seventh grade but (laughs) she called me and left an anonymous voicemail that um she was my biological father and that she was gonna come get me because we had restrainings like he wasn't even allowed in the state that I live in because he was that terrible to us and like kicked him out of the state and she was like we're back and we're gonna get you and it was terrible. Like, I cried for days. I can remember going home and just not wanting to go to school because I didn't want to deal with it. And they all picked me for no reason and just decided to hate me and mm-hmm. bully me. They said they wanted to kill me and that I was worthless. And it was just demoralizing on so many levels. I don't understand why. Because 
do they do girls even realize when they say things like that that they don't even know because they're not in your shoes yeah they they hear something that or you tell them something that hey this is a big deal to me like this is a part of my life that's really like vulnerable and then they use that against you but do they even realize that it still causes her pain like five years later do they even know do they even care like I don't I don't get it. I mean, I know I've been a mean girl before or like backstabbing comments or like cold shoulder or whatever. Like I've done that too, but I don't think I've ever gone for the jugular like that. It's like they just it makes you not want to trust anybody and and it's a really hard thing to like I really don't have any good girlfriends anymore cuz I just I'm scared to trust another girl. Like I know. all my friends are guys. I feel now. like every single one of us in this room, even Joya was talking about it. We don't like girls because of this. <laughs> Like, I it don't... puts a bad name out there for everyone. But then you have to think, like, we're all girls. Why are we fighting with each other? Like, shouldn't we be there for each other? I think that's exactly. the million-dollar question. Like, why? I mean, seriously, if... I mean, we'll talk about it later because we've pretty much dissected why this happens and what's been going on. But seriously, in all, like, in the whole of it, why are you being mean to your fellow girl, you know? Like... You're supposed to be there for them when they their boyfriend breaks up with them or if they're fighting with their parents or, you know, their dog dies or something. Like, you're supposed to be there as a girl for your girls. Like, I don't know. I, I think that's absolutely the quintessential question. And I think as you can hear from Yvonne's emotion and the emotion in the room here that um, we have to do something about this. This topic yeah. has ripped us apart and broke our hearts all week long. and All um, lifelong. Yeah. everybody yeah. it goes so unnoticed because people either a couple reasons people want to be strong like they want to not be the weak one they don't want to show vulnerability or they have no one to talk to because exactly. every friend and i put friend in quotes <laughs> is a person causing them pain it's, so it's crazy because it makes you feel alone but like after this week like hearing all these stories of all these different girls exactly. coming in it's like you're not alone. You're not alone. No, because even the mean girl gets mean girled too. You know, everyone <laughs> takes a turn. It's yeah. Yeah. Everyone is someone at some point. So, and we have we talked about that, and it could be a plethora of things that make you like that. But I just know that um, we, as girls, need to like stop because seriously, there's no reason for that. But let's take a break. I'm Rio Wade. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America. Cranking out opinions. Fresh opinions right here on Voice America Kids. If a rash develops while listening, do not discontinue use. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids. I'm Rio Wade, and today we are talking about 
Mean Girls. And so far, it's actually been pretty emotional. <laughs> Had a little bit of a breakdown, and I'm sure we're going to have some more. But we are basically just listing off the ways that girls are mean. And most of these go unnoticed or, you know, unpenalized. And other the other ones, real quick, that we were talking about is, of course, verbal abuse. Like, if, you know, if it's not being passive and someone is actually coming at you directly or even online, and this can, you know, go to cyberbullying or text messaging or Facebook or whatever, the name-calling has gotten to a point where there are no boundaries in name-calling. Yeah. Like, we had, and I, these are from my personal experience and just a list that we've compiled, basically, that hurt you to yeah. a point where you don't even, like, you don't even, you have no idea. Like, adults have no idea. Boys have no idea. So people that we've been, that been writing in and stuff say, you know, fat, ugly, fake, slut, thunder thighs, albino, pizza face, tease, prude. Like, oh my gosh, there are so many names that just, you don't even realize can be offensive. How destructive they are. Yeah, until you get called it. And this comes out in like, Daily conversation. Yeah. This is what was written to me. This isn't like someone who's like in the hallway, angry at you, pointing a finger and yelling at you. The girls were saying that this is just common dialogue. Yeah. And like they say it either to be funny or they're really trying to secretly make you self-conscious. Yeah. Like if something's going on, every time girls are like mad at someone, well, she's ugly. She's fat. So it doesn't matter. Who cares? She'll just sit on you and yeah. Like, I had that happen during the musical last year. We were all, like, mad at this girl, and one of the girls was like, well, she's just going to sit on you anyways. Like, that's the way she's going to hurt crazy. you. Yeah. It was so bad. And, like, the girl never knew we said, like, the girls in the dance leads, like, said that, but it's still, like, like frustrated me that I even, like, joined in on that. Yeah. It's like, that's so terrible. Like, well, everyone, like... Oh. That happens sometimes where you're, like, in a conversation with people, and then it goes too far, and you're like, whoa, 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 yeah. wait. Like, I didn't know we were actually trying to hurt her feelings. Yeah. Like, But then you're like, well, I started off saying that stuff, too. Exactly. So. They try to use it to make themselves Yeah, because better. it's such a slippery slope when it comes to stuff like that. Like, especially since it's so integrated into normal conversation. Yeah. You're like, well oh my God, I, I said that, but I didn't realize how offensive it can be because it's become so normal, which is the problem in the exactly. first place. It's too common these yeah. days. So I know, Rio, you had a, a story about this boyfriend stealing, couple stealing. Yeah, because that's another way girls can be mean is before, like the whole boyfriend stealing thing, like people will try to break you and your boyfriend up you know, oh to gosh. be mean, or they'll try to, I'll put this in quotes, out slut you and like sleep with your boyfriend. I've even heard stories yeah. of that. But then there's also another aspect of it where they might try to break you and your best friend up. That's a girl. Like if you have a girl best friend and this happened to me, uh, last year, sophomore. a sophomore year. Um, I, me and my friend had been friends since like eighth grade on and we lived right next to each other. And, you know, we were just basically best friends we didn't have any other best friends and all this stuff and then a girl moved in and started going to our school that lived literally right across the street from me and we kind of became friends because she was a dancer and I was a dancer and we just kind of I hung out with the one friend that lived across the street and then I hung out with my best friend too so I was basically juggling both of them as friends and they didn't like each other because the one friend that lived across the street and was a dancer was kind of hard to get along with sometimes because she had such a bad past with her family and stuff. And she's a little rough around the edges and a little people would call her annoying, but people just didn't understand that that's just how she was. So I was friends with her because I'm annoying, too, but whatever. <laughs> and then so they didn't like each other. And then one day, out of the blue, they decided to ditch me and go to a basketball game together. And I was like, 
uh, what's going on? And then they would just ignore me. None of they, none of them would talk to me. They wouldn't talk to me. And then the one girl kept posting stuff on Facebook. Oh, I love Polish people because my best friend was like Polish or whatever. And it's like, no, you don't. Like, you don't even care about <laughs> Polish people. You don't like her. Like, I was so confused. And none of them would talk to me. And then apparently at the basketball game, they were all talking crap about me to all of my other friends that were there. And that's where I want to point out the mob mentality. Because yeah. it, it wasn't bad enough that she was trying to steal the friend. It was then the text went out from this one girl yeah. that she wanted. She was texting every one of Rio's friends something bad about Rio so that they would dislike her. Yeah, and then they would like her. They were The friends were then texting me. Hey, why is this girl saying mean things about Rio because then I have other friends that are true really friends. close. Yeah. True friends true that are friends. close with me and good job. <laughs> and Julia. we're like, why shout out to why, Julia? Why? Yeah. Danny. And Danny, like, why are you being mean? Like, why is she, what is she doing? And so we knew that something was up, but basically I approached them later on and they're like, well, you're a bad friend to both of us. And you know, you don't make time for us and you think you're better than us. And all of this stuff that was just totally out of the blue. And it's like they had rehearsed it together. And so I was like, fine, you know, screw this. You guys suck. And I literally like just bawled my eyes out for a couple days. And I had no friends at school because everyone was against me. I walked around by myself, came home by myself, like nothing. And then I remember mom sent the girl that lived across the street, the dancer girl, an email because she was moving to Texas forever. Like she was going to be gone in a week. And so I have to point out she was part of our family. Yeah. I we, mean, she came over to our I, house at one in the morning crying because her dad was being mean. We love this girl. We I mean, brought her into our house and we, we were there for her. I loved her. She was there for me. Like this is why it was such a weird thing. And mom sent her an email and was like, hey, you're moving. You have one last chance to make things right with Rio. You know, you guys are close. You guys are friends. Yeah. There's no reason for you to leave like this. And she was at the other girl's house and just trying to be friends or whatever. And, like, she showed the email to my friend, my friend's boyfriend, my friend's sister, my friend's mom, and ridiculed it. And was like, look at this grown woman trying to get involved in petty high school drama. And then wrote mom back a threatening email that said, if you ever try to contact me again, I'm going to like call authorities or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. It was the weirdest thing of my life. And it just showed me that all the different ways that I never knew people could be mean. And then it just showed me that anyone is capable of being a, being a mean girl. Out of the blue. Like, randomly, they'll just, It was like, they so just out of the blue. It involved everything. It involved the mob mentality. It involved friend dumping. It involved verbal abuse, cyber, cyber abuse. abuse. And then the other thing that I think people don't realize is another method of being mean is the over-dramatization of being friends with someone's enemy. So, like, say you're friends with someone and then they don't want to be friends with you anymore they'll go to a person that you know that you don't like oh my god i love you we're such good friends now blah 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 right in front of your face just to piss you off that's so stupid and guys do that a lot too though like yeah with other girls like oh you don't like me well, i'm gonna go like her even though yeah and then purposefully everyone's so stupid oh so be over drama overly dramatic about exactly. liking that person so so joy at your school do you do you have similar situations like this do you have girls just being mean to one another yeah I have a lot of girls that are fighting over boyfriends right now. That's kind of rampant Ugh. over there, is the yeah. boyfriend fighting. Because yeah. this one girl was dating this one guy, and they broke up. They were dating for a year, and then her best friend decided to go out with her ex-boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But then um, they didn't talk about it at all, so she got mad because her best friend 
didn't tell her or ask her. She th- thought that she felt the need to ask her before she could date her ex. That's so well, hard. Well, yeah, if you're truly best friends. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it was like a real relationship. Because I know if any one of my friends tried to date my ex that I always talk about on here, <laughs> I would be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, seriously, the guy that I always cry about on here, like if somebody, <laughs> seriously, if somebody went up to him and like my best friend or whatever that lives behind me or what, if she started oh, wow. dating him. Can you imagine? Can't Mom. imagine. There's always that one person, that, you know. That's gotta be so If you so know your hard. best friend, like even though, like even if it's your friend, you know they've dated them, you should just check. Like for me, like I really just don't care if my friends, because who am I to say like, oh no, you can't date him? Like if my friends came up to me like, hey, I'm interested in blah blah blah. Oh cool, cool, go for it. Like I don't like him. Like, but that's different. Like you mm. and what's his nuts <laughs> is like. <laughs> oh my gosh, is that's a completely different story but actually like one of my friends is um to with one of my exes now and like everyone's like don't you think that's weird that's weird that they're together i'm like i really don't care it's like i don't have feelings for him anymore so who's like she can do what she wants like yeah well you never know so that's like different circumstances especially especially if a girl is only dating that boy to get you back to get you yes to get mad at or to get you mad. So, yeah. After we were talking about, you know, the ways girls are mean, we started asking ourselves, well, why do they do that? Obviously, they do all these mean things, but why? And the, the motif, I guess, of our research that we concluded from literature, asking people, asking boys, asking girls, asking adults, was the word competition. Yep. And girls are competing amongst girls for who knows what. Like, to be what the, does it matter? To be the best at everything, to be yep. the prettiest, to be the most liked, to have the best stuff, most to do friends. this, to do that. Like, it's a big competition. And the other really big one was learned behavior. Yeah. And I, I did this in a lot of research. We found that that mean girls are mean because they learn it from their environment. Right, from growing up with it and not having anyone telling them other li- otherwise. And when we come back... We're going to talk about this other big, nasty, learned stuff. All right, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jacob Lattimore, with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. 
You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today, of course, we're talking about mean girls. And we went over the ways of how they're mean, and I'm sure everyone can relate to those or has their own stories about those. Um, and now we're kind of trying to figure out why girls are mean. And the big thing that we noticed was competition and learned behavior. And the learned behavior goes to, you know, just it being in your environment and seeing it from your parents or family or brothers and sisters. And then competition or being competitive with one another is it's the whole girls against girls thing, like what that whole book is about. And it's basically just striving to be the best and at everything, have the best, be the best. And it's like it destroys people trying to get that. It's like in the end, though, like. You get the boy, you you get the best looks, you have the most nice stuff, whatever, and the best talents. What do you win? What do you yeah. get from that? Yeah, and what that's, matter? that's what we were talking about is, okay, congratulations, you've won the top spot. Now what? What was the whole purpose in bringing over. everyone down so that you can be on top? What do you get? You get to be alone. Yeah, you get to be alone, and you get to be somebody that you're not. Because what I've noticed, when girls try to be mean to gain popularity or to gain attention or something, they're deviating from their own personality so that other people will like them because they've noticed that, oh, she's this way and people like her, so I guess if I'm like her and I'm mean and I do bad things, then people will like me. But then the wrong kind of people are liking you. People are liking you for someone that you're not. not, not and I know that's are. a very cliche lesson, but it's like the lesson to learn. It, you may say that it's cliche, but some of the girls that wrote in are older girls in their 20s. And the girls that wrote in told me that um, it, it it's absolutely true. The they lesson to learn. The lesson learned when they get out of high school and they get out on their own is that those girls are really lonely girls and that yeah. they are alone and that they were mean because they wanted the attention. And that the moment that you recognize that and the moment that you don't let it bother you is the moment that they no longer have control over you. Yeah. The moment that you accept the fact that you need to stop competing with people and compete with your own self about how to be the best version of you and stop competing with other people, the moment you accept everything and then the friends that you have are the friends that you want. And life literally just becomes 10 times easier because I've gone through that in like the past two or three years in high school is just letting go like and stop being in that headspace of I always have to be the best I always have to be the toughest it goes all the way back to the outfit the whole fashion show yeah had exactly yeah it's not to impress others be who you are and you'll be happy truly I know it's truly. it's a lot harder than it is to say yeah. just by experience and we recognize that but just by trying you're you're helping everyone exactly. yourself and other people around you and people see who you really are and that's what they're going to love and if they like you they like you those exactly. are the people you want in your life anyways exactly and then another reason why girls are mean of course as everyone i'm sure thought of this one the very first time is jealousy and yeah. insecurity as sad that's okay <laughs> you think of mean girls and you're like okay they have a reason that they're mean they're either jealous of something that other people have or that i have or they're insecure about something that they have to try to hide by projecting meanness onto others. But after you recognize that, 
why would you ever want to be mean back to somebody who's so insecure about themselves, exactly. you know? Just show them love and they'll, yeah. you know, like... You have to feel sorry for them at some point because you're like, oh my God, they're spending so much time and energy on bringing everyone else down. They must feel like crap about themselves, you know? I wanted to point out something that Joria said at lunch and it really touched me. You were saying that at school and stuff that you're not supported in some of the no. efforts. Yeah. What were you saying? Like, I like to draw, and I'll show my friends a picture, and they'll say, oh, that's nice, and completely ignore it and go talk about something that's happening in their life. Aww, and I'm yeah. like, that's a pretty amazing picture. You should <laughs> like it more. <laughs> exactly. and I don't get that. You it's, should support. You should support your friends. Support what your friends but if do. you're not supporting your friends, it's out of jealousy mostly. Right. And that's like, well, I don't want to pay attention to your awesomeness because then I feel bad about not having my awesomeness. Exactly. Right. But everyone has their own thing, you know? Everyone has something that they're good at. Exactly. And, that, and everyone, and it's, it's not to be like conceited or anything, but everybody likes to show their friends their good work exactly. or their parents their good work. I mean, I invite people to my dance show because exactly, I'm excited yeah. to show them. And you invite people musicals. to the musical. Yep. Yeah, you and show your friends your art. Go, so. go to your art openings. Yeah. yeah. And we should all, like, fawn over each other's talents. And, yeah, seriously, because... <laughs> I know I can't draw. There's a video <laughs> that... I can't <laughs> sing, and I can't dance anymore, hey, so... you can dance. <laughs> I got it from someone. <laughs> Definitely not my daddy. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's, that's the big jealousy and insecurity. insecurity. One day, one day you're going to be a famous artist, and they'll be like, Dang, Dang it. Should have been nice. <laughs> yeah. Or they they should have been nice. And in turn, in being nice, they should have had something, worked on something that they were proud of. Exactly. Because yeah. then they know? could be right. It all comes to inspiration. Aspiration. Aspirations. Aspirations. <laughs> aspirations. And what you want to do. And if, like, you know, you're, you aspire. Like, you aspire to draw and be, like, good at that. And I, I assure you are. And, <laughs> And they're just jealous that they don't have that thing to aspire yeah. to. And when they find yeah. it, they'll be nicer people. And that's that's a kind of leads into the next point is maybe they can't recognize that they don't have something that they're proud of. And it makes them frustrated that they have something missing in their life, but they don't know what it is because they can't pinpoint that, hey, she has something she's good at and work towards. I don't have that, so I'm jealous of that. But they might not recognize exactly. that. Mm -hmm. So, and in turn, they have frustration and anger and confusion because they're just so jumbled up in the fact that why are they mad at this person? Because sometimes it's not intentional. There's not really a reason. It's yeah. just you're, you're just having a crap you're just, day. I don't like the fact that you're good at something. It's exactly. not because you don't like the person and you're exactly. not proud of them, but you you kind of get upset that you don't have something to share too. And I think that can come across in a lot of different ways because you don't have the skills to recognize right. and communicate to the other person that you want some help or you want some, you know, you want to find what you're good at or something like that. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to continue on with this or do you want to move on to what can be done? Um, just the, I think we covered the communication. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then also one more thing I wanted to point out is I don't know, depending on where you live or what school you go to, there's also other things that can be miscommunicated yeah, when it yeah. comes to um, being mean. And I had a girl write me um, on Facebook, and she was saying that, you know, she 
had friends or was trying to make friends and trying to be a nice girl and like go out and make friends. And she was having a conversation with a group of girls and they're like, oh, you're sweet, blah, blah, blah. And then they went away and they came back and they're like, oh, you're mean. Like the stuff you say is mean. And she's like, I never said anything mean to them ever. I just don't understand. She doesn't speak very good English, yeah. you know. It was we a have, language barrier. Yeah, it was a language barrier. And I know there's a bunch of people. I Seriously, I'm friends with people from millions of different countries and their culture is different their yeah. language is different their words are different sometimes they didn't mean to say mannerisms what yeah their mannerisms Everything. their looks their twitches whatever sometimes you take it wrong people are just so quick to jump the gun and be yeah. offended with everything and they just don't take the minute to understand and try to comprehend right what the other person because is trying then to portray you end up being the mean girl by yep. judging the mean girl about being mean when she's in actuality not <laughs> even mean yeah mean you know what i mean, mean. I do know what you mean. <laughs> and it wasn't mean. Yeah, it wasn't mean. So, yeah. So, you can't assume that everyone is going to be mean all exactly. the time. And if sometimes, you know, if people don't have a rep of being mean and they are mean, maybe there's a reason. And you're close enough to that person to be like, hey, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you like this? Because sometimes there's, sometimes you can help other people if you, like, calmly be like, hey, are you okay? You usually aren't yeah. mean to people. Why are you snappy today? Or whatever. So, you have to be careful. So why is it out of hand? I think I'll leave for the blog post. Okay, yeah, and we were going to mention that because this is a really big topic. It's huge. And it has a lot of, you know, subtopics and a lot of elaboration to have. So we're going to have on paperhope.com, we're going to have a whole blog entry about it that we're going to... Very detailed. Yeah, go into everything detail. And so you can go check that out. All the books we've mentioned, Yvonne's doing her senior institute on um, bullying, which kind of ties into Mean Girls. So we'll have all of the books and things we've mentioned for you. Yeah, so, and I think during the blog we'll be able to go over ways as to what can be done because I know that we've experienced and they're kind of things that you might not expect that you can do to either avoid the mean girls or things to help you be strong enough to yeah. find other friends or ways to help you not participate in being a mean girl because I know it's really hard sometimes that I've had up until the last couple of years I've had a hard time yeah. not being outwardly mean to people and mine was from lack of communication mm-hmm. skills and yeah. you know Just all the other things that we mentioned. Well um and inspiring thing I want to throw out there real quick is to listen to this might sound weird but I listen to her because I like her Selena Gomez her song oh, who oh, says no we love that yeah I love her <laughs> I love her. I adore her mm-hmm. but her song who says it's like who says you're not perfect who says you're not worth it who are these people that are bringing you down what do they matter obviously yeah. like they don't and just yeah. ignore what they're saying and because you're beautiful just the way you are and you're perfect just the way you are people can just go away because they just don't understand yeah they just don't get you and the people that don't need to go away are the people that like you for who you really are oh <laughs> <Aww>. so <laughs> sweet let's take a break i'm yvonne allen keep it right here you're listening to voice america kids bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more we'll tackle the classics the bestsellers and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. It's almost showtime. Tune into Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. 
Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, People Hope Shoot Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today we talked about mean girls and why they're mean, how they're mean. And then we, on the blog post on paperhope.com, we have, we're going to have a big, huge, giant chunk of what this is and just more elaboration, more details, and then, you know, how to avoid it or get through it and, you know, where your parents come into it and everything. So, but right now we wanted to, the crying, and we wanted to talk about (laughs) daily details because that's like one of our favorite parts. Um, So nose goes. Oh, Joria. (laughs) 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 All right, go for it, Kelly. Well, I recently found out that I was lactose intolerant. <laughs> How does one find out that you're lactose intolerant? Well, I woke up one day, had some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't agree with me. Oh. And then you cut the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Oh, man. Were you at home at least? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so serious. awkward. <laughs> oh, we'll talk it's about Rio's, that next week. No, it's Rio's favorite topic. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's Everybody knows next that. Week, just so now you can't eat cheese? Questions. No, not really. What about like milk and ice cream? No. <gasps> you can take lactate. The little lactate, <laughs> yeah. Lactate. I, I could try those, Lactate, doesn't that mean like... It's like the <laughs> Isn't that what happens to your boobie when you're pregnant? You lactate? <laughs> Isn't it? Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. You yeah. lactate. You used the wrong word. Is it lactate? Like you could lactate, lactate, lactate. There it lactate. is. Lactate, not lactate. You can drink lactate. <laughs> That's what babies do. No, thank you. No, oh, pass God. on the lactate. But you can take lactase. That's happened to me before, but that happens. I think I'm fast food intolerant because that's what happens to me when I eat like Jack in the Box. Yeah, you just your body doesn't want you to get bigger. And usually, I'm not at home when that happens, so I gotta clench. And you know how to release that in public. Oh, I, we, that's, yes. That's next week. We that's actually, all next week. <laughs> next week we actually are going to be talking about survival tactics and what to do when you got to rip one or... Random or team tactics for survival <laughs> is you next week. you want to know weeks. some tactics that you've been in awkward situations you just don't know how to deal, send us some questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll answer real. them on the air. So, dang, that sucks. Uh, what? Ugh. <laughs> 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 I wasn't ready for that one. Okay. I have a really, really sad, and then it gets better, and then it gets awesome story. Okay. So, I have an iPhone, and I freaking love... Spoiled! (laughs) Hey, it's okay. Yeah, Mom. I'm a nice... I didn't do it. I'm a nice girl. (laughs) That's what my daddy thinks, daddy. Okay, so I have this phone, and I've had, like, pretty crappy phones up until then, because I haven't been able to afford it, but my dad got me this iPhone, and it's, like, my baby. Like, it's so awesome. I love this phone to death. And I've been doing my hardest to keep it, because I always lose phones or get them stolen. So I always... Hey... Upwards of five. Be nice, mom. Missing. Shh. I looked right there with you. I used to pour water all over my phone. Yeah. So at least <laughs> I never dropped it in the toilet. At least I never dropped it in the toilet. But anyways, <laughs> I have this phone, and I was trying so hard to like keep it. And then the other day, 
<laughs> I was in kind of a flustered mood because of friend drama and everything. And I went to the wrestling meet, you know, whatever. With the mean girls. Yeah, with the mean girls. And I was by myself and I sat by myself. And then I reached in my, my purse to find my phone and it wasn't there. So I'm like, oh, crap, I left it in the car. So I sat through the meet and then I went back to my car and I was like, oh, my God, it's not here. So I went back to the wrestling meet and I tried to look for it. And like I actually had to talk to people and be like, hey, if you find my phone, you know, can I have it back? And then I went home, and I was like, maybe I left it on the couch, and it wasn't there, so I was freaking out, right? So two days, I didn't have my phone. I thought it was gone forever. I didn't have the tracking thing turned on, so I couldn't track it, and I had to replace it with this one phone that was really hard to work, and it was really frustrating. And then I was really upset because I, like, disappointed my dad, and I lost the one thing that he actually got for me and all this stuff. Dun, dun, dun! My friend calls me when I'm at my, fr- when I'm at my dad's house, and I didn't answer because I didn't have it plugged into my phone. So I'm like, who is this? And he's like, it's Brian, answer it. So I answer it, and he's like, Rio. I was like, what? He's like, your phone is still here. And I was like, I seriously started jumping up and down. He's like, <laughs> he's like I have it in my hands right now. I was like, oh. Like, I was like so excited. because like, Best day of your life. I know, seriously. <laughs> how lucky is that that somebody that you know, one of your really good friends, finds your iPhone and actually turns it back into you? Oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. phone stories. That's, like, the second... Okay, Wednesday at church, my my ex goes to my church. You know, it's all his family that, like, basically, like, are the pastors and stuff. Oh, but fun. we all put our phones in a bucket, and so we pay attention, like, and don't just sit there texting people. And um, at the end of church, it's, like, in front of the door, and you just grab your phone, and you go. Well, apparently his phone wasn't in there, or he was just... I'm pretty sure he was just blind. I didn't remember what his <laughs> phone looked like, so I couldn't help him. But I was standing outside the door, and he was all, you know, ticked off and stuff. And he was, um, I don't remember what he did. He came back in, and he was, like, looking for it. But I was laughing at something that, I don't remember what happened. Someone had said something to me, and it was really funny. I was cracking up laughing. He just, like, looked at me. Apparently, he thought I stole his phone. <laughs> Why wow. would I take your phone? I really could care less, to wow. be quite honest. But he threw this big fit, and then he was like, I bought, I br- I bought him. No, I brought <laughs> my guy friend. That's basically my brother. It's my sister's friend's mm-hmm. brother, like, Basically, my brother. And he was just being really rude to him and, like, rolled his eyes at him and all this stuff. And I was like, you're such a baby. <laughs> I didn't steal your phone. What, do, what would I do? Yeah. I have a phone. I don't need someone else's phone. You'd like, be surprised. I'm at church, too. <laughs> and, like, you're the kind of person that would steal a phone. Yeah. Like, I would, oh, I'd be such a bad thief. <laughs> right? Me, too. so obvious. I Anyways, can't. that wasn't even my daily detail. That just bothered me. Your phones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> phone drama. Phone drama. Anyways, um, no, we're moving. Like, my mom and me and my sister are in the midst of moving right now, so we're just kind of selling everything in our house. So I keep coming home and things just go missing. Because <laughs> she's like, I came home, the washer and dryer are gone. Came mm. home, our couch is gone. Oh. Like, and she's like having yard sales, so everything's getting sold right now. So I'm like, our house is so empty. Looks Aww. so clean. But I like moving, though. I do. Moving's I like fun. new things mm-hmm. and... Just getting I like out of rearranging my room and stuff. It's kind of a stuff. cool way to start off for start over. Yeah, yeah, especially it's like dining right after high school. school. So, so Good I want to give you our information so that you can make sure you email us so that if you have any tips for our random teen tactics, I can tell you that next week's show is going to be a wild be bunch of ponies. Off the chain, bro. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, all these places you need to you need to tell us what you want yeah, us to talk up. about. Yeah, bro. Yeah. HMU. <laughs> Info at paperhope.com is our email. You can also find us on the Twitter <laughs> at a pa- I can never say it right. So Twitter's I just on the Twitter. So I just say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> at paperhope blog. You can find us on Facebook at paperhope and you can find the teens at paperhope teen on Twitter. 
That's also on the mm-hmm. Twitter. On the Twitter. And um, and then paperhope.com where the blog is and where this, this post will be so that you can read all about it. And this show is a very special show, not only because we're talking about Mean Girls, but we have a very special listener that we want to dedicate this show to. Mm-hmm. And oh, I swore I wasn't going to cry. Mom, do you make us all cry again? I know. Oh, I know. Okay. I'm okay. I'm taking a deep breath. <sighs> Lee, my love. Mm-hmm. Our love. Our, Our love. love. <laughs> I already love you, bro, and I don't even know I don't you. Know we you love, you. love you. We don't know you personally. I know you through. My sweet friend, and um, we're dedicating this show to you today. Lee lives in Minnesota, and she's had a really, really, really mm-hmm. tough week this week. Yeah. And um, I want you to know, Lee, that we know in this room more than you will ever know the type of week that you've had. Yeah. If you go to the blog and you read some of the journal posts, you will know that my teen self went through some of the same things that you're going through this week. Um, I want you to look on the Facebook and I want you to read some of the messages that people have left for you. And I want you to know that we are all here wishing you well as you take the next steps to get better. We have a special, special gift on the way for you called Wreck This Journal. You're going to love it. It's going to be fun. It's amazing. All the girls have written special note in there for you. And we want you to write all crazy fun things in there about your, your journeys over these next few weeks as you take your steps to get better. And we just want you to know that we love you and that you're not alone. And that in your darkest moments come the most beautiful moments. So, honey, we love you. You're and we're here alone. for you. We're here. Promise. And hopefully we'll get to meet you one day yeah, if so you ever get to come to Arizona. We would love to meet you. We could wreck the journals together. Because <laughs> we're going to time to a string and take them on a walk. Dude, I really like, want one. I'm a little bit jealous. Oh, yeah. Girl, <laughs> buy one Girl you're going to love this present. It's going to be awesome. So we love you, Lee. And we're here for you. Stay strong. You we'll see you soon. Honey. You got it. We love you. Okay. Good? We're good. We have cards? <laughs> All right. Sorry. That's going to do it for today, guys. Thanks for joining us. Listen to the show weekly on voiceamericakids.com and contact us at voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Mention our name in our show. Our names are Yvonne Allen, Rio Wade, Tamara Wade. And you know what, you guys? We didn't thank Joria for being here. I know, bro. Wow. Joria. (laughs) We are so rude. Yeah, we no, love you. Joy's here, You're and also awesome. her mommy just came in the building. If she wants to come say hi, Wendy. Wendy is the coolest chick I know. She's right here. Say hi, Wendy. Come here. Come here. Hi, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy Roman is, this is Joy's mom. mom. We love moms, obviously, in this moms, room because my mom's people. always here. And so. um, another thing we wanted to do is give a shout out to my little sister Lindsay, who produced the oh show God. again, all by herself this time. Yay! Good show, you guys. And I want to give a shout out to our other producer, Perry, because he's just awesome. Oh, yeah. We love Perry the most. Yeah. And we don't give him enough credit. And and one more shout out to Brian Forney for finding my phone. phone. (laughs) (laughs) I freaking, oh my gosh, I was so excited. But yeah, he deserves a lot. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening. Go on the blog. We love you all. And thank you. Have a good week. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We continue to cry for help, and all you can do is laugh? Love it. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now. Bye for now.